Hello, and welcome back to Monday Night Raw. Um, my name is Alex. <laughs> what do you think your wrestler name would be? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, uh, ooh, that is a good question. I feel like it has to be something, like, gay, right? Because, like, that's my whole brand on this podcast. And if I didn't pick something gay, I think the I think the readers would, would, um, would be <laughs> The <upset>. readers? <laughs> the I feel like there, there are, like, a good number of, like, pretty sus wrestler names out there already. I feel like I, I want to be, like, Platypus or something. Like, a single name, something, like, no one would what? ever or think of. Like, Seal? I got into this conversation with somebody the other day about Seal and how Kiss from the a Rose is, like... Probably top ten songs all time, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> no, you're wrong. There's there's so many hills I will die on. I don't know if that's one of them though. I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the green. Yeah, we all know the song. Thank you. But Alex, wouldn't you be like the power bottom platypus or something? Ew, no, Nick. <laughs> Why do you Sorry. have to make it gross? P- go to horny, P- go to horny jail. <laughs> Bonk. 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 Um, Alex just, just learned in- about a new meme. I just introduced Nick and Jake to the Bonk meme. I don't know if anyone out there has seen it, but it's just like a photo of anything distorted with like a mallet on top, and it just says Bonk. Like when you do something dumb, which is me I, all the time. I find it incredibly hilarious. It's very funny. Um, Nick, what would your wrestler name be? Ah, uh, man. I I have a feeling that I would just model it after my Instagram name. It would be like the infamous drinker. I don't know. Like <laughs> No, it'd infamous be terrible. Infamy? That's me. Yeah, that that that's what it would be. I don't know. I I I have never thought about this, to be honest. It just sucks that Jake the Snake has already been taken. RIP. Oh, right. A true legend. Sincerely. That's that's what our father calls me. Jack the Snack. Pretty much only him. Jack the Snack. Snack the Jack. Snack the Jack? Snack sounds. That sounds sexual and aggressive. Snack the Jack. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a little bit unnecessary. (laughs) <laughs> well anyway uh how are you gentlemen doing uh how's how's week number what is this like nine for quarantine that we're in yeah i feel like this is like day 60 and i am itching to just go and sit down at a bar anybody else do you guys get that feeling like yeah i mean yes but also like watching everyone like ball and not ball wild the fuck out this weekend because it's Memorial day weekend has made me like never want to be around large groups of people ever again, because, um, Americans cannot be trusted. No, I get that. Absolutely. Like I was watching a video from like good morning America or whatever, all these people just roaming the beaches and boardwalks and all this other shit. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, just, just have a little bit of decency, you know? So, so I saw this meme on Twitter that Jake might get. Um, I don't know if he's already seen it on the um, Facts Learn Snapchat, but um, there was it. There, so there was a video that came out of this like lake party at, like in the Ozarks. And oh, I heard said, about this. Like it said, like um, I don't know what the guy's like name is in the show, but it said like this guy. Uh, said, I don't give a fuck about a pandemic. This money needs to be laundered. <laughs> they like Have quote, you watched Ozark yet? I haven't seen a single episode. I literally don't even know what it's about. I know Jason Bateman is laundering money, and that's all I know. His name is Marty Bird in the show. I finished it a couple of weeks ago. It's I wouldn't say that I recommend it, but if you're going to watch it, like it's not the worst show to spend 30 hours watching. Interesting. That seems like a that seems like a lot to watch to not be like a huge fan of it. But yeah, in 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 the world of pandemic, uh, Marty Bird would be uh, really suffering. He he probably would no longer be with us if I'm being real. 
Okay, I'll so have to watch. I'll have to watch it to understand. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to check it out because I've heard nothing but good things about it, and everybody is talking about this show. So I've honestly I've heard nothing but mixed things about it. Like I I I hear some people love it, and then some people are like, "This isn't that great." I think that I'm I'm firmly planted on the fence. I I don't know which way to to lean because some of it is very good. Jason Bateman has a few has a few kind of like monologue sequences where he's just like acting his fucking face off. And then there are some scenes where I'm just like was that necessary? Did we is that adding anything to the story? Um but if you're interested, listen to our Netflix podcast on Thursday afternoons. <laughs> Correct. And this one, this podcast is generally reserved for craft beer, so I think that that's where we should sort of pivot at this point. I think that everybody would agree as well. Yeah, so I mean, big news out of um, Pittsburgh this week, um, and you know, you know the locals were pissed. You know the locals were acting a fool. They were on, on their damn bullshit this weekend. When, so, are, when are the when are the locals in Pittsburgh not on their bullshit though? Truly, never. Very like, few times, even during a pandemic, the bullshit continues. Right. Oh my and god! It's like with this being so many- like the with this being the first like true weekend of yellow in Pennsylvania, which means absolutely nothing to the rest not of the world. Sing- it's a made like, up thing. thing. It really is up. because like across the, the border in Ohio, people are like drinking in public and they have their, their sippers to go and they got all this other crazy shit. Nobody gives a fuck in Ohio, but in Pennsylvania still got to like wear your mask. You have to like wear your gloves. You got to keep people away from you. Ohio's like, we don't give a fuck party it up. Right? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, there's so much different that's going on between, like, even state to state, county to county. Like, all this shit doesn't mean anything because nobody has, like, a unified front on what the hell we should be doing. So, the fact that the people across the border in Ohio are getting together in a parking lot and drinking beers at Hightower and all this other shit. It's like, it's so insane, like, that we can have no united front on, like, literally anything. It's like, I wonder if it's because the the country's so large and that it's just so politically divided. Because it just seems like everything has to get politicized now, even when we're, when, like, people are dying by the thousands. I don't know uh, that it's necessarily a- that. I think my, my personal opinion on it is, yes, the states should handle the day-to-day yeah the day-to-day and like what you should do but at the same time like there needs to be some sort of unified like hey guys we're gonna get together and we're gonna say you know what let's all do this red yellow green option or or let's not let's let's all do this either we're open or we're closed like the the fact is nobody knows what's up and what's down at this point all we're trying to do is quell this serious disease from killing a bunch of people and right. I, we don't want to keep people closed. Obviously we want to, we want to be open. We want to be doing stuff just the same as we were six months ago, even three months ago, but there's no unified front. And I think that that's the scariest part is that people are doing whatever the hell they want. And it's, it's driving this fact home that nobody knows what to do. Yeah, I just every time I see a tweet or a video of some beach town where people are just like out in full force, like zero masks, I'm like, I I just I truly just don't trust the general public. I don't trust them with myself, any of my friends, any of my family. It's truly terrifying. And it 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 doesn't it never ceases to amaze me how how idiotic people can be in the worst of times. Do you need to be in a pool? Right. Put a sprinkler on at home. Buy a kiddie pool. That's what I did. <laughs> Get yourself anyway. a sprinkler and a hose and hook it up to your house and go running through it. Because honestly, we don't need it's wave probably pools. more fun. It's probably more fun, to be honest. Right. And we, and we don't need wave pools. We don't need we don't need roller coasters right now. 
Like you need to be safe. You need to be away from people. You can't be sitting in a bus next to somebody going to work, honestly. But yeah, we're all doing that. We're all trying to get back to some semblance of what it was before. And it, it's tough. It really is. But there's only so much that you can say about this flattening the curve idea before it becomes the government is controlling you and they're, they want to know every person's move and know where it they just, are and what their temperature is and how much uh, soda they had that day and bullshit, 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 it, bullshit. It just gets bastardized. It's like, it's like, these are, these are actual measures that have, have proven to work and people just take it and make it like a thing about their rights, which is just so idiotic to me. Anyway, I, we don't need to keep going on this political <laughs> this political rant, but um, anyway, so locals were, were out in full force this weekend, at least in dancing numbs comments. Um, so <laughs> they released barrel. Actually, no, it was, people were keeping it pretty cute, which I was, I was kind of shocked about. Um, no one was getting like super angry. Um, so they posted uh barrel lustra at, Sunday morning. He said eight fifty three or something like that, or eight forty three, like on the nose. And it sold out in 11 minutes. Uh, Nick and I were lucky enough to get it. Um, I, because you called me and I had like just woken up and I'm like, why the hell is he calling me? I'm not picking up. And then I was like, oh, fuck. It's, <laughs> it must be that. And I was like, I went on immediately. Right. I was able to get it, which I'm very happy about. It's sitting in the fridge right now. So funny story. Um, um, so I was standing in the yard with our new puppy, Chewy, and trying to get her to go to the bathroom. And it was 8.56, let's say. And I scroll Facebook when I let the dog take a shit because I can keep an eye on her and scroll Facebook at the same time. And this post pops up and it says, it's live now. And I'm like, wait, oh shit. And I go right to Dancing Gnome's website. And I'm like, how would I have ever known that it was on the website at 9 a.m., which they've never done? Right. They've always done it at 10 a.m. or noon or whatever. And I, it was just dumb luck that I was scrolling Facebook and somebody posted it. So I jumped that on, is... I bought a bottle, and then I screamed at Sarah. I was like, go inside and get your phone. Did, uh, did, you, did you comment on that man's face, Facebook post saying, thank you so much for, for posting this? I didn't. Like, who, I, gave him, be... I gave him the care react, which is like a hug. Okay. Okay, yeah, that that works. Um, yeah, that's uh, shouts to that man. Good looks, fam. That uh, I was like, I was pretty happy when I got it because I didn't. I you know, like, how would we have known? They didn't say anything. I thought they would post something, right? That's you would what think I was that. waiting for. I but they did not, which was a little bit shocking. But so you, know. you mean to tell me that people were just like waiting on Dancing Gnome's website refreshing? Like I think people were just maybe day. someone just like checked it like sporad. Like I I've been checking it like sporadically. I was checking it but, around every hour when I was awake. I'll be honest. Anytime that it was on the hour and I was conscious of it, I would think and go, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll refresh it and see if it's there." For an entire fucking week, I did this. Okay. Yes. This is so like last week, like we were talking, right? These, these lotteries and these, uh, get your tickets in and all that. No, it was all out the window with dancing them. They said, you know what? We're going to post it whenever we feel like it. So pay attention. And that was it. So the whole week, I've been, it's in my favorites. I'm sitting there hitting refresh. It's always open on my phone. I just open up my internet browser and it's there. So, yeah, I was a little bit neurotic about it, for sure, but I really wanted this beer. So, luckily, they, they did post something that said, we will not be posting it today, go outside and enjoy the, the day, <laughs> which was great, because I was seriously, like, going to be on my phone uh, all day. What's that even? I don't even know what I ended up doing that day, but anyway. So, Jake, has, Jake has it been touched? Do you have plans? What's what's everybody's plan to crack so, into this? Because Nick, why don't you take this? So I drank it today with my with my beer friends. So Sean P and Bill came by today. Social distancing, of course. We weren't, of course, we weren't hugging, we weren't high fiving, but 
we did split a bottle of Barrel Lustra. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I will say, if this is a hint of things to come from Dancing Gnome, I am super fucking excited. It is a very good transition into the Brett Saison farmhouse kind of like sour IPA, but not an IPA. Like it, it's all over the place. It does not taste like Lustra. It has that like Lustra body where it's definitely heavier than like a straight Saison or a straight farmhouse ale, but it's a very good beer. And I'm very excited to drink more of it. So I'm glad that Sarah got a bottle and I got a bottle. And honestly, Jake, I'm saving it for when you come home next so that we can have it together. Very much appreciated. I, um, I just think that it's cool um, to, I think to kind of weave this into my segment of uh, the, the podcast. It's cool when you see people doing, it's cool when you see people doing different things and, and really like stepping out and trying, uh, to branch out into new creative kind of avenues, I guess. Sure. Is the way that I would put it. And, um, it, it doesn't just have to be like a new beer style or like that, that type of stuff. It's just like, there's like a lane that you sort of fit into as a brewery and there's, and there's sort of what you're known for, especially some of the, the big players. I mean, there are, there are places that do everything well, but there's, Oh, this is the IPA brewery. This is the, you know, the voodoos of the world are the stouts and you have uh, dark Lord. And then you have like the new, uh, new England style IPAs at Trillium and Treehouse, And then you have the West coast IPAs at Russian river and all of that. But when you see them stepping out and doing things that are probably a little bit scary for them as well, because they, you know, I'm not sure how much experience they have had with doing this type of stuff before. Um, you know, I can't imagine it's the first time they've tried to do something like this, but just really just taking a stab and saying, Hey, like, let's just give this a shot and see how it goes. Uh, it, it's cool to see it because they're, they're expanding their creative abilities, I think. Yeah, and, and the biggest thing with this particular release is they gave it the time to develop, right? So they were not rushing this at all. Like, this, this beer was in barrels for, let's say, 18 months, and then it was in bottles for another two or three to make sure that it was ready for this release. So 18 months. Yeah. They said, no, I guess, I guess not quite. I would say uh, maybe like 14 months, but it was end of 2018. So let's say September, October of 18 to May of 2020. So let's say 16 months, maybe, but they were, they were really developing this over time and they were testing it as it went. And they're saying, you know, uh, maybe this is not the best time to release it. Let's let it age a little bit longer and see how it goes. And then they found the sweet spot. And I really think that it's, it's one of those beers that you don't want to sit on. You're not sitting there going, Oh man, I'm going to age this for five years and I'm going to try it in 2025 and say, Oh man, it's so different. It's so better. Oh, it's the best. Like that. I don't think that that's how this is going to go. I think a lot of people that got this beer are excited to have it and drink it. And they're not just buying it to sell it. Like we, like we talked about last week, right? Like a lot of people jumped in on these lotteries so that they could have resale value. I don't think that's how this beer is. It's funny that you say that. Cause you literally right before you said that said that you're going to save the other bottle until I'm ready <laughs> to drink it. And that we have no idea when that's going to happen because it could be a year from now that like, right. But, I, but, but the thing is I have, things. I have a goal in mind there. Like, it's not like I just said, Oh, you know what? I'm going to save this until I decide that I'm ready to drink it because that's not how I want to do it. I would rather have it, you know, six months from now with you than drink both of them back to back right now so here's a question did they give did they give any sort of indication as to how long you could possibly sit on it no 
No, and that's the thing. So it is a Brett ale. So you could probably let it develop further. But as far as I'm concerned, when a brewery releases a beer like this, they're saying, hey, drink it now because we think this is the best that it's going to be. Do you understand what I mean by that? Like, sure. I, I don't mean you specifically, but I mean like the everybody. Does, does everybody understand that whenever a brewery coordinates a beer like this that takes two years to develop, let's, let's say two, two full years, right, that they've been working on this because they brewed Lustra in, let's say, July of 2018, and they were like, you know what? We're putting this in barrels, but we're going to put it in barrels in September. Right. So it takes a couple months for, or it takes a, let's say a month for a, a brew to go through the entire cycle. Okay. Let's put it in barrels in 2018. And we're going to check it every month, every six weeks, every two months, whatever it is. And they're sitting there testing it and they're going, nope, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay. Fucking now. Yes. Now let's do this right now. So I think it's offensive for certain beers. And I will say this not as a sweeping statement because certain beers need to be drank when they're ready. Other beers, they say, hey, you know what? Age it for 10 years. See how it turns out. Keep it in your cellar. Keep it at 55 degrees. Keep it at 43 degrees, whatever it is. But everybody has this like perfect idea of what aging a beer is. And I think that this one is really drinking great right now. It might get better after six months or a year, but I don't think that a 200 bottle release needs to be aged based on the fact that only 200 people got this beer. You know what I mean? So have you seen any movement on any sort of secondary market where they're trying to get rid of it or have you seen i mean of i know that fucking you're course yes, of fucking of course, course Jake, i have of course they are everyone is posting fucking iso okay iso ft yep so no, what, is, what are people insert this is something that i'd love to just oh my god i hate this conversation i fucking hate i love this conversation i love this conversation i know you love this conversation but i fucking hate it because this, this really I, I love it because it, it ties so closely into like sneakers and stuff. And I, I've like <laughs> just recently had this resurgence in the sneaker market. I've been buying a ton of shoes. All right. So why don't Jake's you guys go out. first and then I'll comment with my final thoughts. How about that? I, I think that's a good, I think that's a it's good, for me. It's really just posing the question to you guys and seeing what your thoughts are. Um, it, I just, I don't understand, I guess, why people think that they ha- have something that is more v- or, or is valuable and is worth trading for something else. It, I guess if you have the ability to get multiple, r- right. I- I'm thinking of it, it from, <laughs> from a sneaker perspective, right? If you have multiple pairs, you can enjoy the one and then you can shop the other one and make some money off of it, which I, I understand. I mean, that's, that's like, basic supply and demand type principles. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, what, what do people, especially right now, again, I'm not as up on these types of things as you guys probably are. What, are, what have people been releasing now? What are things that people think that they can get for it? That would be as good or better than the beer that they just received from one of the best breweries in the Northeast, if not the entire country. So uh, I think it's, uh, let me go off. Like I, I remember like listening to some people that we used to see at dancing them all the time that like do the shit like that. And I would like overhear conversations and people were saying like, Oh yeah, my, like my hookup it like, and people like make friends over social media with these people to get beer. And they're like, Oh, my hookup was just like, at Treehouse and is like bringing Treehouse back. So it's like stuff you can't readily get. And if you get multiple, like it's good that they did like one bottle limit because it's like so, so limited. Um, but like if, if like if, if it's a couple and like one of them doesn't drink beer and they both like go on order at the same time, then like that 
you can just upsell that shit so much because it's so rare. And like you, you know, like people people fucking sell Yeezys for what like four or five times the actual price, and people pay for it like, easily. Right. Easily. So it, it's like I, I don't know. I I I think it's I you know and I. How many times have we? How many times have we talked about this? But like, it still angers me that people can't like. Well, okay, actually, if anything, right now is kind of throwing a wrench into like my logic about people like getting out and going to see places because you can't. Like, you can't travel to these places right now. So, like, if anything, it might. Like, I might be a little bit like more lenient on people doing that. But the whole like upcharge and like just just how astronomical some of these are like priced. Like just talking to Trevor about I forget what the website was called that he would always go on, like USA Beer or something like that. I don't know something fucking stupid. It's like it looks like a it looks like an eighth grader made it on HTML, and people sell bottles of shit for like hundreds of dollars when they sell for like twenty, and like people buy it. It's like I I don't know it. It's I I think it's not even it might not even be like uh like one for one like I'll trade you this Brett for this other Brett from you know Hudson Valley or some shit like that. Um it's like I'll trade you this Brett for like a four pack of something or Yeah, I, or like I, you I need guess to, that like people... in order to get this other thing, you, I need you to give me like multiple like bottles of like aged stouts and stuff. It's like, I don't know, but, and like, I guess people figure out like what, what they're willing to, it's all, you know, it's all what people are willing to pay. And like the market is definitely value things differently. And this is such a, a specialty type thing that they are not going to do very often. I mean, I think that if I were to give some sort of leniency, it would be from the fact that, it it has to do with limitations on the stock and and something that you're just not going to see very often i think i think it's still very absurd with something that is not likely to keep well right sneakers is a completely different thing because the rubber on the sneakers isn't going to go bad anytime soon i mean the quality of sneakers has definitely improved and and they start to fall apart after a while, but people are selling shoes from 20, 25 years ago that are still holding up and it can still be worn Yeah. with beer. I mean, you could, if, if it's, if it's perfect, if you keep it at the exact right temperature, you can hold that beer for maybe another like year or two. I would love to get some thoughts from people who have, I guess, more information as as to how long they would keep these things. But I'm sure that if, even if I you talk to... So I'm, I'm thinking back to, to our experience working in a winery, right? Every time we talked to the owner of the winery, he was like, I never keep anything for longer than like a few months or maybe a year at the most. I'm not, I'm not keeping a bottle from 1995 expecting it to taste the same uh, as it would have if you, ta- if you drank it in 1996, right? So if we could get some sort of opinion from some some people who are brewing these things and, and who's to say that they even know how long it'll last. Right. I mean, everything is different and it, and it, it matters so much how you, how meticulous you are in the way that you store these things and keep them at the right, again, keep them at the right temperature. We've had this conversation on a lot of occasions. It's, you just, you really don't know. And you're taking a risk. You're taking a huge risk it's in that risk. you're, you're, yeah. you're throwing away a perfectly good beer that could be drank right now something that to the brewer who is who is who you have to assume is the expert knows what they're talking about thinks it is of the best quality right now and this is exact, is exactly what Nick's point was you're you're really kind of slapping these people in the face by not drinking it now and I can understand like if you get two bottles somehow and you can you can see you know let me compare it to to right now versus 6 months or a year or 2 years or whatever it is but in in 6 months in a year in 2 years are you going to even remember what that tasted like the first time around? I seriously doubt it. Unless you're a fucking Cicerone and you know exactly what every minute detail of every beer that you've ever tasted is, then you're, you're just going to be like, oh, this is a pretty good beer. I remember it tasting pretty good the last time, and I think it tasted pretty good this time around. 
like I, I just don't. I don't like understand a, it. Yeah, unless you keep like a a very like detailed beer journal and like you have like a fucking you know um like a beer wheel and shit and like you're doing all of that. So th- what what as you as you talk about this, the I keep coming back to comparing this to like scalpers with like music like concerts and stuff like people the the musicians don't want people they want the want the people that want to see them and enjoy their music to get these tickets and it's amazing that like how many how fucking long has have have concert tickets been sold online but like we can't figure out a fucking way to like prevent scalping and shit like that i don't know it just seems like something that's like a major uh overthought or afterthought i think a lot of that is people making money off it's all about making money it truly is all about making money which like you know i i understand but it's like it's like these like like you're just you're you're just truly disrespecting the brewer like they want you to have this at the time they think it's good like you should trust their judgment and not like i mean i think we're kind of getting away from the whole like people selling it in general and talking more about like aging and how long you leave something for so, so stuff like that. But, um, but just like the, you know, they, they want the people, they want people that trust them to, to make these calls, to have it as, as quickly as possible. That's why they, you know, that's why they limit limited to one per customer so that they can minimize people like taking advantage of it and, and trying to sell it on the, on the secondary market. It's, it's just so, it's so frustrating to me that people, I I think just get so caught up in the hype of things, right? That just because Dancing Gnome is producing this beer, right? And I made the, the point a few minutes ago that the reason that so many people are sort of clamoring over this is that it's, it's a very unique release and something that you're not going to see very often. And I can understand that people are, are more likely to want to get their hands on it if they possibly can. But all of these breweries that do these specialty releases do them somewhat frequently enough and they just make good ass beer. You know, you can find a good beer from these places almost any time you go there, right? So I don't think that there's any reason for you to take a risk in getting a product that's inferior that you're paying way too much for rather than waiting for a year or two when you can get to the brewery, get it from the source. And, and that's the thing. You know, maybe it's not the barrel-aged Lustra, but you go to the brewery, you have Lustra from the tap, from the brewer himself handing you a, a pint of it, and that's just a hell of a better experience than, oh, I got this bottle shipped from some guy named fucking Dave who <laughs> it, it, like is in this sweaty apartment in Pittsburgh in the middle of the fucking summer and it's God damn 95 it, degrees. So do you it's, know how somehow he's they're always named Dave? There's no way. No, Absolutely I get that. They're named Dave. Dave. Name a guy that you know named Dave that you think is like a cool dude i can I, I can think of one off the top of my head name a guy you know that isn't named dave it's the same I as dare you. it's the same as like people named josh we have a cousin named josh actually we have an I uncle know. named dave and he's and actually, they're actually in the same family that's weird and they're actually that, cool that people so no yeah yeah so this this whole theory is shot to shit but no i get what you're saying jake and and i think that that's a very real way to look at it because honestly, the people that are buying this to resell it are not buying it for the beer, period, right? Like, even if they are getting multiples to try themselves, they're still sitting there going, you know what? I can probably get $100 for this $15 bottle. Oh, man, this is going to be so Just, good. Like, and I've, I've literally heard people say this shit, like, in public. Right. And it's so frustrating. It's like, why are you here? You don't even like this beer. You don't want it. Why are you here? It's because of the fucking market for it. And that's the problem. There's so much out there that is so good that people don't even taste because they can make more money selling it. You know what I mean? Like there's like this bottle of barrel Lustra is phenomenal. Drink that shit. 
period. If you're listening to this and you have a bottle, crack it right the fuck now. Listen to the rest of this episode because I'm sure it's going to be a shit show because we're all fucking fired up right now. Bonk. But, bonk, there's so much good beer out there that it doesn't fucking matter. Like, I understand that you're that having a can of Monkish on a Monday in New York City hits a little bit different, but there's no reason to, like, sit there and be like, oh, yeah, it's way better than the other half beer that I bought over the weekend. It's not. That's absurd. That's an, that's an absurd thought. Right. You do you understand what I'm saying there. possibly like, think that that's, that's true in any way. That's what I'm and saying. This is exactly, exactly what I'm trying to hammer home is you go you out and go to so many breweries. And that's the thing. It's not even just these big name players. I have within driving distance, like a very short distance, right? Five, 10, 15 minutes of me. Yeah. Probably 10 different breweries that I could get some beer from. That is probably very good. I mean, how many places have we found just going on like Google Maps? Like, again, I, I've said this before and I will continue to say it. That's how we fucking find beer is you just type in breweries near me and then you go see them. Right. Like, Right. And, and they want they want your business. They want you to like enjoy it and be happy. And, but how the you know, fuck like, don't you know that you're you're meeting your best friend? Like the guy behind the bar, Steve or or Jared or Dave. whatever the fuck his name is, could be your best friend because you live in that neighborhood. You walk into that yeah. place every week and you go, Hey, what's on tap this week? And they go, You have to fucking try this. And you try it and you go, Holy shit, this is the best beer I ever had. Like right. that's the, that's the type of shit that needs lo- to go they, on. The, they this love, whole, uh, every, the beer trade, the bottle trade is total bullshit. It's total uh, bullshit because you can find the same fucking shit down the road from where you live and you can support local and you can fucking love it. But no, yeah, these right. people, and that's these not to say like, that I, I think people, people that even do this, like pedal the whole, like, Oh, buy local. Like, why would you buy large crap beer? But like, you're not supporting local when you're buying the shit to sell at an up, upcharge price like you're not supporting these people you're taking advantage of them yes absolutely 100 percent agree i think we're all on the same page i think that yeah, and i think that there are some maybe some exclusions it's just to me for something that will spoil and will go bad if not handled properly too many people are willing to take a risk that will not pay off in the end right and i was talking to uh who the hell was it? Oh, uh, Bill, my friend Bill earlier, right? We're talking about um, the answer. And the answer is great. Don't get me wrong. I will never say a bad thing about them. Not only is it an awesome place, super cool brewery, the nicest people I've ever met in the industry, and they have crazy beers. Okay, so again, they might be on the same level as some of the nicest people I've met in the in, the industry. Let's Just let's put for it everybody way. listening. Uh, I gave Nick a look there, and he he retracted he that statement almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, so my my thing is though, these guys are pumping out juice crawlers every two to three days maximum, right? And they're all different. Now, I mean, they they rehash them, right? They they come back around. They they do the same ones over and over again. But some of them are brand new every time. And to think about that from a logistics standpoint absolutely blows my mind. Just because you're getting fruit puree in a mass quantity and throwing it into a beer and going, I hope the fuck this works. Right? Now, I mean, a lot of people are buying it just for the hype. But at the same time, like I'm not sitting here expecting it to show up in Pittsburgh a month and a half after it's brewed, going, mm, yeah, this is this is the best uh, mango passion fruit lemonade beer I've ever had. Because honestly, it's not the same as if you're getting it same day and cracking it with your bros in the backyard that day. Like there's there's no fucking way that they have quality control over the shit, right? So it's the same way with the beer trade because a lot of people are going, you know what? I bought this on Saturday. It's going to get to the guy that wants it two weeks from now. (laughs) Like it just, it doesn't make sense. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, Like, uh, and I mean, that's a, that's a very like 
closed-minded way to look at it because yeah, maybe some of this stuff will sit for six months and it'll be great. I mean, I've had old nugget nectar. I've had old Prima pills and, and like just the basics from like these like Southern tier victory, uh, pen brewery, like that kind of stuff. And it, it, it's fine. But the thing is, it's not what the brewer intended. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to get at is the brewers are putting these bottles out and they're saying, you know what? This is the best this beer is going to taste. So drink it now. And I'm, I'm guilty of this myself. I just, I don't think that there is any, any individual place that I would go out of my way to, to order from somebody online that I won't just make plans to go see in person. You know, I don't expect that any of these places will, you know, we're in a, a situation now where I could be wrong and p- places could shut down and places that I really wanted to go to will no longer exist in six or months or a year or something like that. But I'm willing to take that risk to say the places that are the best ones that I want to go to, I can get to at some point. And I've been to the monkishes. I've been to the, the Russia rivers of the world, the, the <laughs> tree houses, the trilliums. Is that the plural of monkish monkish? You know, I've been fortunate to be able to, to go to some of the best breweries in the country. In oh no, opinion. I get that. Yeah. And they all make very good stuff. And there is no reason that you need to to try to ship beer from Pittsburgh to California or Washington or Texas or Kansas City or wherever you are just because you think it's going to be so good. And you know that Andrew and the the brewers that we know and, and brewers from all over the country would be like, you're an idiot if you do that. Yeah. Drink local, support your, your people because they would do the same thing if they were living anywhere else. And, and, and they do who that. Are we, they right. Do who are that. we to, to, to tell them that they're wrong? No, I get they, that. Yeah. That no, what and, they and, say doesn't matter. But we're, we're totally blowing smoke here too. And the other side is we're not going to stop the beer trade. Don't get me wrong. And would I be excited if a can of electric showed up on my doorstep? Yes. And even if it is a couple weeks old, yes, I'm still going to be excited because they make 400 cans and that's it. You know, like I'm still balls deep in this Pokemon type collect them all. You know, you got to catch them all. Right. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, this this barrel lustra is going to be better in six months because I don't fucking know. It might be oh, terrible in six months. Th- so I, I want to come back to a point that I, I I had been thinking about during this, and I didn't get a chance to say. Also, who cares? <laughs> right? <laughs> who it, like when you in five years, even or three years or one year, when you're like. Oh, yeah, I had this one beer from this one brewery, and it was so good. Guess how many people are going to be like, oh, my God, dude, that's such a sick story. Literally, no one. Literally zero. Who gives a fuck? If you're drinking good beer, you're drinking good beer. No (laughs) No one gives a flying fuck. It's not like collectible shoes or something that you can like display and wear that, around. Yeah. That girl next it's to you, literally something you put go, in yeah, your I'm body and you piss out like 45 minutes later. Like, yeah. It's like a dick <laughs> measuring contest for losers for like absolute neck losers. beards, neck beards. Like seriously, it's like it, that, that is such a, no, that that's, I think that's my favorite point that's been made so far. About <laughs> right. It's like exactly. literally no one gives a fuck. It's like, just enjoy the goddamn beer. How many times right? have it's you like had if, your dick if you said that you went to this restaurant none. in, <laughs> like, in like rural, like Canada and you were like, they had the best pancakes I've ever had in my life. Someone would just be like, yeah, I went to IHOP yesterday and that shit was fire too. So like, what do I care? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Like uh, so. That's a. That's, that's like a very, the. That's like the most yeah. succinct way to end this conversation. You, you boiled that is, down very, very, like, very succinctly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Thank you Thanks, for that Jake. amazing analogy. Can we just this episode? Uh, this episode is definitely going to be titled "Who Cares." <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I do want to let, let's. I think let's branch into let's something pivot. Yeah. a little bit different here. Um, speaking of the best brewers in the country speaking of 
beers that are going to be very difficult to get. Speaking of beers that I have access to. Speaking of beers that Jake already bought. Oh, damn. That I already bought. (laughs) Jake spent probably close to the largest sum of money he's ever spent at a single place. Um, We've talked about in the past how I, a few Thanksgivings ago, purchased an absurd amount of beer to bring back from Boston. All of which was very worth it. Very delicious, yeah. I don't regret so, it for a second. So, uh, hashtag Pliny for Prez is coming back around. Pliny the Elder is being canned. It's being double dry hopped. It is getting released tomorrow, shipped directly to my front door, and I have 16 cans waiting for me, and I could not be more excited. That's still not that much of a flex because it is one of the OGs of craft beer. It is one of those things where... People are going to respect you regardless because you got some of it. You might get your dick sucked because you have plenty. True. That, That's so actually we were saying, true. We were saying, how many times have you gotten your dick sucked over beer? That one, <laughs> someone out there would suck a dick for, for, for Pliny. That's right. That's for sure. People are offering that up for Barrel Lustra. Just saying that actually happened in the Dancing Gnome Facebook group. And I don't know, I don't know a lot of people in the dancing on Facebook group, but I know a lot of, I I know a few of the guys that post pretty frequently. And the fact that somebody offered that up as a, like, Hey, I'll give you this for barrel lustra was like, damn, this is actually like something serious because bruh, this ain't Tumblr. Get that shit off Facebook. Oh no, no, no. It's a, it's a group. So you have to you have to know this about Facebook but still, now but because still. you guys are not on Facebook. So Facebook groups is like the Zoom meeting of Facebook. So you guys know what Zoom meetings are because obviously we're in a pandemic and we have to use them. But of course, that's kind of what it's like. It's like a bunch of people get together and they say a bunch of shit that they think is important, but nobody else is paying attention. <laughs> is anyone is anyone from Dancing Gnome on this group? I do believe so. So no, uh, that's like that's like super weird. Was it a joke? Even if it was a joke, like that just seems wildly unnecessary. No, it was it, not a joke. It was an ISO FT featuring Russian Rivers double dry hopped Pliny the Elder. So wait, which way? Which way was it going? Was it I have double luster, or I have? Barrel Lustra in search of Pliny the Elder? Nope. It was or the it other was way Pliny. around. I have Pliny. Was, I have Pliny ship me Barrel Lustra to California. Oh, okay. So I totally misread what we were talking about. I thought someone had literally posted in the group, like, I will suck your dick if you give me a bottle of Barrel Lustra. I'm not joking. <laughs> no, I that's, that's not what we were talking about. That's not what we were talking about at that's all. That's why I was like, get this shit off here. This oh, yeah, no, no, Alex absolutely. Like, I would intrigued. agree with that, Alex. This is not, this is not like, <laughs> grinder, okay? <laughs> this is not grinder. This is Alex not like, fucking... Alex is, Alex is like uh, already buying... He's buying packaging materials for the bottle as we speak. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Yo, let me so just get my dick sucked. This is an omega. This is an omega. Back to the the reason for this whole conversation. Uh, DDH Pliny the Elder will be on my doorstep come Wednesday at the latest. And the can looks It is Monday. Sick. We were recording this on Monday also. It is the first time that they've canned it at least as far as I can tell. It's, if not the first, one of the first times they've double dry hopped it. So I'm getting a brand new beer in a brand new medium. And I just couldn't be more excited because it's truly one of the best beers and one of the most recognizable beers in the country. Just the fact that I live in a location that allows me to have access to it is exciting enough. And the fact that I dropped $110 on it uh, doesn't really help that much, but I would have, I probably would have gone up a little bit more for the amount of cans that I got. You got a uh, decent amount of beer. You could have gone 24. 24 was like 160, so I could have gotten a little bit of a better deal, but what the hell am I going to do with 24 16 ounce cans? 
Yeah, that's that seems a little bit irresponsible. I was gonna say like it, it's actually funny because it's been about two years since we we had it. For the, was that the first time you had had it, Jake? When we were in California? Yes. Yep. So yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a little over two years since we first had Pliny. So it just seems fitting that they're releasing it uh, in cans to commemorate the anniversary of our California trip. And you know that's the only reason why they're releasing it the way that they're right. It's it because now. Jake and Alex went there a little they, over they two years my, ago. <laughs> they hacked my Snapchat memories, and they were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> hashtag pray for Pliny. Hashtag Pliny for Prez. Yes, let's get it going again. It's 2020. Hindsight is 2020. Let's fucking do it. Wait, hindsight's fifty fifty. I thought it was twenty five seventy five. It's gonna take pretty much every. Uh, last nerve in my body being shut down to not drink it as soon as I receive it, even if it's 11 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> because... It's good. I mean, it's good that you, uh, you're you working from home, so, like, you can just, like... So no one can, like, steal it off your doorstep. That's a very good point. Honestly. Because, like... I think I, mean, I would have made... Uh, I would have made some sort of arrangement where I was working from home regardless of if I, I had to be at home. Yeah, that makes sense. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't, you, that, that's like a, that, this is like a once in a lifetime thing. Very good point. And I, I've ordered from like Levante, right? Where yes. you have to sign for it because they do check IDs. And this is before the whole, you know, COVID thing happened, but there are ways to get around that where you're scheduling your day around receiving beer. But I think the important thing to note is Jake, you should definitely drink one as soon as you fucking receive it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's I might the, fre- that's the freshest it. it's going to be <laughs> tequila that's tampon. The freshest it's going to be tequila <laughs> right, tampon. Right. It's um, so I'm trying to think of, I think we should brainstorm live how can I take a really cool picture with 16 cans? Because I need to flex. You need, uh, I, th- I, I think you should just hug that, like do like a, a self timer, like, and just hug all of the cans. I think that you should individually like, uh, like break apart every four pack and just do like a snow angel with all the cans around you. That's, I think you should do something like stop motion where you like keep adding the cans in and make it like a pyramid. <laughs> we could do like some sort of Tetris stop motion kind of. Oh, thing. oh that man. would be dope. That would be pretty sweet too. You know, the ideas are Ooh, no. Now. You know what you need to do? You need to recreate the, um, the chef board commercial where the can follows the guy home or follows the kid home. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. yes. I, I could also do. I forget what music video it's from, where they they pull the the cord and all the water like comes down on them while they're sitting in the chair. You know what I'm talking Flash about? Oh, that's that's okay. With, go with cans though. So I'm just getting pelted with, with cans, cans in the chest, <laughs> and it's just Pliny the Elder. And then I grab one and I just like bite it. And I'm no, I just start sucking you need to, like, the, the IPA you need to, from it. <laughs> you need to do no, you need to like stone cold Steve Austin the fuck out of that shit. And just grab two cans and smash them together and then chug both of them. That would be brutal. In all reality, I'm probably gonna take a picture of a single can of it and then politely drink all sixteen of them and In savor one every single last drop. You should <laughs> you should make a bonk meme of uh of you drinking one. I could also do some sort of like rehashing of the this bitch empty yeet vine. Oh, from sure, sure. And I 2014, I want to say an iconic <laughs> moment of culture. When I finish drinking from the Planet of the Elder can, I like show the label very explicitly. And then I'm like this bitch empty and like start a TikTok account where it's just me draining beers. And that's the only video that I make. It's just different beers that I drink. Oh my god, you yes. you should start one like specifically for the craft beer community. I feel like that could take off. Do you think any craft beer nerds are on TikTok? I believe that 100%. They are 100%. Okay. Every, so, everyone is on TikTok. I swear. So Jake, 
thank you so much for supporting the local economy and buying an absurd amount of beers for an absurd amount of money. And just for yourself, just, just for yourself, right? Happy like, to do it. Happy I, to do it. I will not, all I'm, I'm not in is, search of anything. I will not send it to anybody. You can fuck off. All I Get know is, my DMs. no, all I know is you're going to drink it in a reasonable amount of time. You're not going to sit on it for three years and say, oh yeah, this aged super well when you're crushing it in 2023. No. The fact is, Jake's going to drink all 16 of these cans in a week and a half because he's a lush, and he's going to drink it down. So, I appreciate you supporting the local economy, and I really want to thank you for your... Service. For your service to America. To America. Happy what, what, a, what an incredible way, I think, to wrap up everything that we've been saying on this episode <laughs> and i want to say what an episode thank right. you for for everything you've said all the kind <laughs> words and truly i will internalize this and i think become a better person because of it right that is um, lovely. really i think a great i think a great place to end and yeah uh, so let's been, let's I honor think truly one of my favorite episodes of the last Maybe the last year we we've had a lot of fun on this one. We've had and a lot of fun in general over the past few episodes, but I think this one definitely is top tier from the last this two years. This is a cream of, of the podcast. crop. Cream of the crop weekly recap. Top and, tier uh, head assery. Let's, <laughs> so let's finish up with some let's finish up with some some shout outs Nick got and run them through. All right. So honorable mention to Memorial Day. Which is in honor of our servicemen and women who are serving overseas, who are fighting for this country every we, day. We, we raise a glass to you. Yes, absolutely. I, I, there's thank not you. a point in my life where I do not thank the people that protect our freedoms for the freedoms that I have. Because I have shitty opinions, if I'm being real mm-hmm. honest. We all have mm-hmm. terrible opinions. And we should not be able to just post this on the internet for anyone to hear. But we do it's it truly crim- every it's fucking... It's truly criminal. It's criminal. <laughs> it is. But We should be fine. And I'll be honest, I, I don't have a direct line to the military in my family. I mean, there are extended relatives who have direct lines. And I have family members who are in the military. But it's nobody in our direct family. So one thing I do want to say is that this holiday is not about the people who are fighting at home, right? There are plenty of holidays for that as well. This is something that came up in one of the groups on Facebook that I'm a part of, and this is stupid, and I want to say this just for one second. Memorial Day is about service members and not your generic volunteer firefighters or your generic personnel who are on the front lines right now like i get that memorial day is important and i get that it is a military holiday it is not anything to do with what's going on in the world right now okay it doesn't it it doesn't link to the first responders it doesn't link to nurses or teachers or any of that all it is is military and yes i absolutely think that you should honor those people but the fact is, if you're, if you're taking this holiday and you're trying to make it about something else, just don't fucking do it. Yeah, and I think that this isn't taking away from anything that those people do, because that is just as important. Right, no, absolutely. In a lot yeah, of ways, yeah, no, especially that, now. But, and that's, but yes, that's what I was trying to get across. To, to salute the people who have, who have fought and, and died for the freedoms that we get to enjoy. Absolutely. So, uh, cheers to any service member here. Um, if you are a veteran or if you're a descendant of a veteran or anything like that, like we appreciate what you do because this, this freedom that we have to post whatever the fuck we think on the internet is something very serious because honestly, there are countries that you can't post this shit, but we do this every fucking week and it's entertaining to us. And I hope to like 10 other people, <laughs> honestly i i really do appreciate all of you that listen to us and we get about 100 listens a week that's not a lot 
but it's it's something that we do and and we really do appreciate you if you are a veteran or if you are a military family or anything like that and you are listening to this thank you so much for your service thank you so much for everything that you do to to make this possible we really do appreciate you um happy memorial Day! thank you and we will see you next week all right cheers And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com.